You're listening to PK Pods, insights and advice to navigate today's workplace. PK Pods is presented by Pro Knowledge LLC, a professional development training and consulting firm based in upstate New York, and features expertise from performance consultant Elaine Angelo, a human resources professional with over 25 years of experience. Now let's get into today's topic. Welcome to PK Pods. I'm Kathleen Pingelski, owner of Pro Knowledge Training and Consulting. And with me again is Elaine Angelo, one of our performance consultants. As the pandemic starts to be tamed by the onset of vaccinations, companies are bringing back their workforces on site, whether it be full time or in a hybrid model with employees working a few days in the office and a few days remote. But, but folks return that return to what used to be their normal, it feels very different. And you know, what can we expect that the interactions uh, we never really gave thought to suddenly have to be negotiated? Does that sound maybe too dramatic, Elaine? Well, not really. Um, I think what's dramatic is what we've all been through. Uh, you know, uh, as we are creating this podcast, we are coming out of a year that was nuts. Uh, and it was nuts for some, and that would be on the good end of the spectrum. And for other people, it was horrific. Um, we have to understand and employ uh, empathy more than we ever have before, simply because everybody's experience during the pandemic was very different. And people not only respond differently to change, but the spectrum on which that change occurred was from anything from, wow, I have to work from home now with my family, with pets. Um, I have older parents to take care of. Um, I'm worried about the health of my family to people passing away. Uh, you know, people on a wide spectrum have been going through an incredible amount of change and everybody responds differently to change. Um, so when we come back into the workplace, some of us, after not being there for an entire year and we're starting to assimilate back, that thing that was so normal that we've known for years and years, there's different elements now that don't mean the same thing. Um, I think about things like uh, the kitchen and the bathroom areas, you know, when somebody used to dump their their dish or their bowl or their mug in the kitchen sink at work in a break room, yeah, I'd think to myself, okay, they're lazy uh, or they're 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 sloppy. I like, oh my gosh, I can't I wonder what their house looks like, right? Um, but at the same time, now that means something different. Uh, I'm thinking to myself, they drank out of that mug, they ate out of that bowl, or, and they throw their utensils in the sink. And maybe before I used to be that person who used to clean that stuff up, like, like I'd, uh, you know, be muttering under my breath, and maybe I'd wash and clean it out, and I'd throw it back in the, you know, in the cupboard or something in the break room. And now I don't want to touch that. It means something different, even if there isn't anything on there, and it's been sitting there for a few hours. 
Uh, and I know the whole thing about the, you know, it's not about the contact with, with the pandemic and with the virus. It's about what goes in the air. It doesn't matter because what people have in their minds and what they've experienced over that year, uh, that year plus that we have spent, you know, um, agonizing over so many different choices and distancing and who we can visit and who we can be around, that makes that whole episode something completely different. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, I never used to think twice when somebody sneezed or coughed. Yeah, sure. I didn't want to be around. That means something different now watching what people do and, and that they properly are sneezing into their elbow rather than just letting it rip. Um, people using masks, uh, gloves, like I know going back into the work in the workplace, uh, employers will probably still require be requiring masks for some time. And it's the people who will sit in a meeting with me and want to take the mask off um, because everybody has a different threshold for what they're willing to accept, the risk that they're willing to accept. I have learned that myself over the last year, both personally and professionally, what people are willing to risk. And some people are and some people aren't, frankly. Um, I think about common areas, uh, you know, conference rooms, um, hallways, offices, uh, things of that nature. I am, I am going to be, as I go back into client sites and everything, just hyper aware of what's going on around me, who's around me. Um, and I, I, I can't help it. <laughs> I just can't help it. We have gone from a world of not thinking about those things to being on hyper alert about those things. And everybody has their own threshold for that. Uh, business travel, same thing. What you might have done before, I think, I think we'll find is actually drastically reduced now that organizations have figured out what they can do virtually. I think you're gonna see business travel not go away completely, but if I can talk to somebody, I'm here in New York, if I can talk to somebody in California and have a meeting with them or conduct a session, they're going to do it. They're not going to fly me out there. They're not going to, you know, that's just not going to be what we're going to do anymore. Um, yeah, you know? and it seems like the interactions we took for granted, you know, you use the, the term hyper aware, you know, we're now we're really sensitive to our surroundings and other people, what they're doing. I know I've even been in situations where somebody will say, oh, this weekend I went to my aunt's house and I went to my friend's house and I went and like in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, really goodness, this person has been way outside what my normal comfort level bubble might have been. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're all different, like you had mentioned, comfortable at different levels. So if we've had a long-standing relationship with a coworker, you and I, for example, it, it shouldn't be that difficult to discuss your preferences at work. It, it just seems like it puts you in an awkward position and it's not that easy, maybe. Do you have any recommendations on how we can handle that best? Well, I'd like to think that the relationship itself can withstand people being honest with each other, right? It, it is completely about, and, and people have heard me say this both in our sessions uh, and these podcasts, I'm a firm believer in people setting their boundaries. I think it's what you don't say, but that you allow 
makes you feel more and more uncomfortable. And then you get upset with yourself. You're like, well, why did I say it was okay for them not to wear that mask in the meeting when the whole time I couldn't even focus because I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I'm sitting next to them. They're, they're, they're speaking, they're breathing, you know, all of these things. And so we let other people dictate for us what we're willing to be comfortable with. And, and that just doesn't work because the whole time we're we're very uncomfortable and that's not a productive environment. I'm not going to be, at least at work, I'm not going to be focused on what I'm supposed to be focused on, right? So I set my boundaries with people and I'm hoping those existing relationships we've had all of these years are enough to get them to understand that we may be looking at this differently and we may be returning to work and looking at what that feels like differently and that we're going to respect that for each other. But that means having oftentimes some difficult conversations. I call them boundary statements, right? So it's, and it's simple. It's got two, two parts to it. Um, what I'm not comfortable with and explaining that, right, uh, including maybe why or maybe it's about a policy. I might reference a policy that, you know, we've all uh, we've all heard about at work that they've rolled out since we all came back on site. So it's about what I'm not comfortable with and then what I would prefer them to do instead, right? And then show an appreciation for them even considering it and hoping that they will do it. Um, so as an example, same break room example, right? You know, you I walk into the break room just in time, uh, you know, to see a colleague dump their dish or their mug in the sink. And I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm not going to clean it for them. I don't want others to have to do the same thing. I don't know what their threshold is for that kind of thing, but I don't think anybody should have to deal with this and knowing what it means now and what it could possibly mean, you know? So I I might say, you know, uh, hey, Sam, I know we've been more casual in the past about leaving our dishes around, but I'd feel more comfortable if you could clean them and put them away. You know, it's, it's not gonna sit too well with people if they wanna use the sink and have to move things that we've been eating off of, you know? I really appreciate it, thanks. And so what I'm trying to say to him is, is one, I'm not comfortable with those dishes in the sink. Two, here's what I would prefer you do. But notice how I use the language of like we and other people, right? If you don't want to be confrontational, and a lot of people don't, and they, they shy away from that, they don't want to make this more than it needs to be, they'll use general terms, and they'll use things like we, or they'll cite a policy, or, you know, whatever, and I think that's important. I think it makes it more comfortable to say to somebody is that we all want to keep safe, we all want to feel comfortable, and having those dishes that we've eaten off of in the sink uh, it is not going to make people feel like that. And if I get some kind of pushback from Sam, something uh, either political, because this whole thing has been politicized from the very beginning, mask wearing, not wearing, ma whatever. Uh, if he gets political with me and says, oh, that's because you're this, or I, I feel it's against my freedoms or whatever, or tells me it's not political, but tells me that I'm being too sensitive. Right. And, and come on, we've worked together for so long. Really? Really? You're going to be like this? I'm going to say to him, you know, you're entitled to your own opinion. Um, and, and maybe that, you know, that's OK with you. Um, but I'm going to restate my boundary statement. I'm just going to tell him again. I, I think it's important that we keep things as clean as possible. Everybody would appreciate that. And so if you wouldn't mind, you know, cleaning up your stuff and putting it away. I am not going to let other people dictate 
for me what I'm comfortable with. That's just one thing I'm not not after this past year. It is one thing I have seen it both professionally and personally. It is something I am not going to allow somebody to do. I don't want to be judged for my my threshold and my sensitivity or my hyper awareness. You can call it whatever you want. I don't want to be judged for it. And I'm not going to judge other people for theirs. Um, and, and that's what you were saying when, you know, when we started this is is that everybody has been impacted by this, you know, differently and we're going to respond to it differently. It's about it's about respect. It's literally about respect for each other and what what we can handle. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that we have to do this, right? But really, yes. we're we're accepting the reality of what the new workplace is like for ourselves and really others. And it's it's really a simple matter of respecting what's comfortable for others. And it it may be not my comfort level, um, but. I have to respect what others have. Any final uh, comments there, Elaine? And no, no, I think that's it. I think it is It is ultimately all about respect and um, Aretha Franklin said it best. <laughs> True statement. If you're interested in submitting a question about today's topic, you can visit us at pronowledgetraining.com forward, forward slash PK pods or you can reach out to Elaine directly at eangelo at pronowledgetraining.com as well. And we have many other podcasts that you can uh, check out covering relevant topics in today's workplace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of PK Pods presented by Pro Knowledge LLC. You can submit any follow-up questions you may have by visiting pronowledgetraining.com forward slash pkpods and connect with Pro Knowledge on LinkedIn and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Until next time, we hope you continue to learn at the speed of need. This podcast is informational only and does not constitute legal advice. Please consult with legal counsel or your organization's human resources department for guidance or further interpretation of any law, regulation, or policy.